Sandy Lyons had heard about Dakeondrick Whitley a long time before he set foot in her second grade classroom. I had heard that he was a troublemaker, that he was immature, that he had temper tantrums if he didn't get to have his way. And he lived up to his reputation. One day we were doing an art project, and he was, I think, making Superman, if I remember correctly. And he couldn't get it to look just exactly right the way he wanted it to. So he just had, like, this huge meltdown, ripping it up and putting it, cramming it into his desk. Like, I'd get mad in an instant. Dakeondrick is 17 now. I had a really bad habit of talking back. Like, I thought I knew everything. So if a teacher would try and tell me something, I'd probably throw it back in their face for no reason. But there was a lot about Dakeondrick that his kindergarten and first grade teachers hadn't told Miss Lyons. Like, how bright he was. He would bring newspapers to class and debate the student teacher about Obama versus McCain. Every morning he would come in and tell me, Miss Lyons, I learned to spell a new word. And his words were always just real off-the-wall kinds of words. And I'd always say, where did you learn that? I'd come with these, you know, these, these spelling words. And I'd be like, I want them to think that, you know, I'm this, I'm smart. So I always wanted them to look at me a certain way and just be different. Miss Lyons realized that Dakeondrick was acting out so much partly because he was bored. Most second graders were still doing things like 7 plus 3 is 10 and uh, 13 minus 3 is 10. Well, his, he got to where he would always do numbers in thousands. And he, he loved doing that to make the other kids just shocked at him. So she started giving him harder material. I think it made him feel special to enjoy doing the work when it was his own thing. And everybody knew that he did his own thing, especially during math time. But Dakeondrick didn't always want harder material. Even though he was so smart, he had his insecurities. So if he couldn't do something perfectly, he'd rather not do it at all. He'd get angry when he had to actually work. He remembers an incident right around winter break when he got so furious that he wrote, I hate you, Miss Lyons, all over his folder. I remember her actually looking pretty sad when she saw that. Oh, I feel so bad. Why did I do that? Miss Lyons remembers that day, too. Well, of course you feel defeated because I felt like I really tried so hard for him. I felt like I went above and beyond and wanted him to be successful so badly. So if ever he would have little breakdowns, I felt like that a lot of the stuff I had accomplished hadn't really been that much of an accomplishment. Despite her decades of teaching experience, Miss Lyons didn't know how to reach Dakeondrick. It seemed like he was teetering on the edge of becoming a brilliant student or failing. There was something about him that kind of tugged at my heart. I, I just I really wanted to bridge over that gap. Even though I felt frustrated, I wanted to bridge that gap so that he could be successful. So Miss Lyons kept trying. She bought Dakeondrick advanced math books and found someone to teach him chess. They had long conversations about everything from politics to her pet dog. <laughs> he was such a funny little boy, and he had a mature sense of humor. And so he and I got to where we could kind of joke around with each other. And I think that that was kind of a, 
a hand across the bridge. She made him help other students in math too. She she was like, you need to you need to use what you have for good and help me out because these students can't do it alone. You know, not everyone is like you. And that was one of the things why I had like anger issues because everyone wasn't like me. They didn't really see the, the things that I saw the same way. So she told me I had to go help other people because I could. But what really helped turn the tide was Miss Lyon's relationship with Dakiondrick's mother. They had long talks at parent-teacher conferences and over the phone. Miss Lyons even visited the family's house. My mom, she was like, oh, that teacher really cares about you. And I was like, oh, maybe she does. It's not like I went to school and it happened like overnight, but I kind of started to realize the things my mom was saying was true. And I was like, oh, this teacher really cares. But before then, you know, she was just another teacher. Dakiondrick's anger gradually cooled down. He took a little convincing to be able to try sometimes. But then after repeated conversations, he could get to where he would look at me and smile like, I know what you're going to say. He kind of put his hand on his forehead. I know what you're going to tell me. I know. (laughs) Over the years that followed, Dakiondra grew into a confident student, the first in his family bound for college. For Miss Lyons, he served as a reminder to always search for the hidden gifts of her students. Well, I was always looking for someone else who had that glow that Dakiondrick had, that little spark of interest. He left a certain impression on me that I will carry with me forever. Miss Lyons retired three years ago after 40 years of teaching. Dakiondrick is a senior in high school. His top choice for college is MIT. He says he'd never dream so big if it weren't for Miss Lyons, the first teacher to make him realize that he was capable of so much more. In Austin, I'm Sharon Luria for The Teacher Project.